The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray, we have a lot of great guests. How about this? From the world of NXT, Carmelo Hayes. John Cena in his corner, we'll talk about it. We have a legend in Lex Luger. Lex Luger talks about his infamous cage match with Bruiser Brody. And oh yeah, the first ever LaGreca snap. What's that? You'll have to tune in to the Busted Open Podcast. Let's get into Monday Night Raw right now, Bully. Now, I said you love that song Dave I hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it it. now Raw last night I loved and I thought last night's Raw was a great episode Uh, I loved two hours and 45 minutes of that show last night I gotta tell you bully and listen I get that there's fans of Seth Rollins I, I would have to be blind and deaf not to understand that there's fans for Seth Rollins I've made it clear on the show. I just don't get it. I don't get the character. I don't even know what the character is. They have done nothing to even explain it to me or try. But what I saw last night was next level, like, frustration. And I want to get your take and the take of the Busted Open Nation, Bully. Seth Rollins has a broken back. Seth Rollins on Saturday night was in a last man standing match with Shinsuke Nakamura. At one point, he was pushed off the top of a ladder, back first onto the announce table. And then he comes out last night, bully, like nothing happened. Like the man has a broken back. Less than 48 hours earlier, he's in a last man standing match with Shinsuke Nakamura. And I swear, it would have been like that match never happened. Not only that, like... He didn't sell the back. He sold nothing. It was like business as usual for Seth Rollins last night. Not a bump, not a bruise, not a laceration, not a contusion, no band-aids, no gauze, no limp, no hesitation, no nothing. And these are the things that annoy me. You can't, you kill the credibility of the match. You kill the credibility and the believability of 
the injury. You kill everything that Shinsuke Nakamura did to you. Bumps off of ladders, going through tables, falcon arrows through tables. This on the ladder, that weapons, this, your sister's ass, everything. And not even a limp? Not even a grabbing of the shoulder? Oh, brother, my shoulder still hurts from the match. Not even grasping at your back? Nothing. Come on. Uh, We all know that the WWE and Seth Rollins are smarter than that. I do not understand why they would send a talent out there after announcing for weeks about your back injury, after going through that main event war that you went through at Fastlane in a last man standing match, and then just two days later, nothing. You told the people, basically, it don't matter. Nothing bad really happened to me. Dave, remember back in the day when Dusty would always have some type of Band-Aid on his head? Always. Always. Reminding us that he was in a war, whether it was last night or last week. Sometimes the Band-Aid looked old and crusty and decrepit because it had been on for so long. People were, after I released, uh, sent out my tweet last night, people were like, well, he had all his gear on and his robe on, so maybe we just couldn't see what happened to him. Ignorant. That is stupid. That is ignorant. I want to see the injury. I want to know how believable all of the physicality was. I want to see, at the very least, I want to see a red mark on your back that tells me whatever table you went through scarred you or whatever ladder that hit you gave you an abrasion. Anything. I got fucking zilch. Not a nothing. That's not what this industry is about. I was involved in TLC matches where for weeks... I sold the injuries. Seth Rollins is a Seth Rollins is a phenomenal professional wrestler. One of the best in our entire industry. With a character that people seem to be into. I might not understand it. I might not be into it, but who gives a shit? That's just my opinion. The majority like it. There are things that Seth Rollins does out there, matches Seth Rollins does out there that entertain the hell out of me. I can sit here and speak positively about Seth Rollins for three hours as a professional, as a human being, as a husband, as a a, a father, yada, yada. Sell something. I fucking dare you. And everybody knows I'm right. End of story. Bully, it was very frustrating watching that segment last night because we talked about this at length on the show yesterday, myself, you, and Mark Henry. And we came up with scenarios how they can, you know, 
even for Nakamura, save Nakamura, even though he had lost that match at Fastlane on Saturday. How you could do it, scenarios, how you could get some sympathy on Seth Rollins, which is just going to make him a bigger babyface and have emotional connection. I have zero, zero emotional connection to Seth Rollins. Bully, you have said time and time again that song, that song, the sing-along, and you've said, what would Seth Rollins be if you pulled that away? And I got I to throw it out there again. I don't know. Because there were times he was talking to that crowd last night where it seemed like he lost the crowd. How did he pull that crowd back in? With the song. Because you're not going to get me to buy in to your back when you're dancing around and you have a smile from ear to ear. When you're dancing, entering into the ring. I mean, could you sell just... Just a little bit, for God's sake. All you would have had to have done was not dance your way to the ring. You could have been in your extravagant getup. You could have had your championship around your waist. Your music could have been playing. The fans could have been uh, singing your song. But you could have just walked to the ring. You could have not had a look on your face. You could have had a very stoic look on your face. And then when you came to the ring, you could have taken that microphone and you could have said, normally I'd be dancing down here. Normally I'd be parading for you down here. Normally I would be doing this and I'd be doing that. But I can't. Because I went into this match with a hurt back. And I'm hurt worse right now. Because Shinsuke beat the shit out of me and took me to the limit. Not only does my back hurt, but my arm hurts and my leg hurts and my shoulder and my hip. Everything hurts today. But I'll be damned. I'm Seth Rollins and I'm a fighting champion. And I'll take on anybody. Maybe, but but tonight I hope I get the night off. Drew's music. That's all you needed. It lends credibility to the match, to the physicality. I'm sick and tired of the lack of selling in this industry, whether it's selling in the ring in the moment or selling afterwards. It is, it's just uncalled for. And this is not old man screaming at the clouds. This is what's right. You want me to believe you're banged up? Remind me. Tell me you're banged up. Because as of today, Seth Rollins ain't hurt. I don't give a shit what you tell me. Your words meant nothing. The actions would have spoken a lot louder. P.S. I fucking love Seth Rollins. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. 
If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This gentleman, our next guest, has given us a bunch over the last year. We're going to see with John Cena in his corner going up against Braun Breaker with Paul Heyman. In his corner, it's our guest that joins us right now. And I can say this one with all confidence in the world. Friend of the show. Friend of Mr. the show. <laughs> Mr. Carmelo Hayes, sir. Thank you. as First of all, thank you as always for the time. You've been great yeah. all year long coming on this show. But, man, what a big night for you. And I'm super excited for what we're going to see on NXT tonight. Uh, yeah, huge night for me, huge night for pro wrestling. Um, I'm super excited. Hey, uh, Bully, you got anything for me on Paul? Anything I need to watch out for tonight? Do I have anything for you on Paul Heyman? We <laughs> only have an hour left on Busted Open. I could probably sit here until next Tuesday to tell you what notes. to watch out for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he tells you the check is in the mail... <laughs> 
No, I, I that's the one joke I can't make about Paul. Paul never bounced a check on me. But I got to ask you this, uh, yeah. uh, Mello. You said you're excited. Yeah. It is a big night. Nervous? Uh, No. I actually, I feel confident. I'm excited, like more excited than I am nervous. I mean, I've been in these big match situations. Uh, nothing's really changed as far as like my mindset goes on, on going into this match. I know there's going to be more eyes, but that's what we want. You know what I mean? That's what we've been wanting. So it's like, you know, I'm going to rise to the occasion like I've done every other time. Are you worried or concerned at all about where the fans' eyes will be at any given moment? It's you and Braun, and that's where you want the eyes to be. Right. But it's impossible to not concentrate on the two goats outside the ring, Paul Heyman and John Cena. How do you keep the attention on the middle of the ring? Yeah, I mean, to credit Braun and myself, uh, you know, we've been the two faces of NXT for the longest time. Um, so I think adding in John and adding in Paul is just like, you know, adding a little bit of seasoning on top of what we've already been building. Um, you know, they're going to be great additions to the show as well as Cody, as well as Asuka, as well as everybody coming in. Um, but the main story is Braun and Mello, and that's been the main story for the last two years of NXT. So people tuning in for the very first time, they're going to get a taste of, you know, what Braun and Mello have been, you know, kind of building and this is like a culmination of everything. And, you know, hopefully people for the first time that are watching are saying, man, this is why NXT has been popping. And I want to get into NXT in just a second. But, you know, Bobby yeah. just mentioned John Cena. Carmelo, I mean, this is huge. Yeah. Think about it. You got yeah. you got John Cena, you know, as Bully just said, the goat in your corner. I mean, yeah. and it's for you in this match. That's That's to me the WWE saying, Man, we see everything in you, in Carmelo Hayes, to put John Cena in this position on NXT. How does this feel for you? Because you got to be proud because you've worked your ass yeah. off. And, you know, you've had matches with Braun Breaker. Like you said, he's you two have been the faces of this NXT brand. I mean, is there pressure going in tonight knowing that the greatest of all time is going to be in your corner? Uh, man, there's pressure every night, especially, you know, when they're trusting you in, in the positions that they've trusted me in for so many times. But, uh, the, you know, with, with having Cena by my side, you know, the pro in me wants to say, yeah, this is another day at work. But the kid in me wants to say, holy crap, this is so freaking cool. Of course. Um, yeah. Right. But at the same time, you know, I have to realize, like, what the task is at hand. Uh, the task is at hand, you know, bringing all these new eyes that are, are looking and keeping these guys, you know what I mean? Keeping everybody who's tuning in because John's not going to be there every week. Uh, Paul's not going to be there every week. So it's really just uh, these guys are, in a way, a catalyst to help bring more viewership to the guys that are going to stay every single Tuesday after this. So it's, it is a pressure and it's a responsibility. And I feel like they picked the right two people to to, to hold it down. Mello, there is a little bit of competition out there tonight. As we know, yeah. AEW will, will will be on head-to-head with NXT. Is that, a, is that something that is spoken about from management to the locker room, within the locker room, or when you guys are at the gym? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, this just came up within the week. So, I mean, now I didn't, you know, we didn't know. We didn't even, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Um 
but the, the task is still the task. You know, I mean, let's let's get these new eyes and let's let's keep these new eyes, regardless of who's running on what day. You know what I mean, or, or what's going on. It's let's you know take this opportunity to utilize these big names being here. You know, helping our product, and let's build this. You know, further and further and further. So yeah, regardless of who's running, it doesn't matter. We're still going to do what we do. Is there something in particular that you hope? to take away from tonight when it comes to knowledge. Like if mm. you could learn one thing from a Paul Heyman or from a John mm. Cena, what would that be tonight? Uh, tonight I'm really going to just live in this moment and I'm just going to just react and I'm going to feel, and I'm, you know what I mean? Having John there and having Paul there, uh, you know, I just want to, these guys have been in so many big match situations. So I just kind of want to see how everything organically comes together. I don't want to overthink anything. I'm not going to just think that, you know, this is, you know, ABC of pro wrestling, I'm going to say, no, like, let's see what, what this is really about. Because, hey, man, you don't get too many opportunities like this. And I've never had an opportunity like this. So, you know, I'm going to take this, take full advantage of having all these guys beside me. You know, Carmelo, you know, put tonight yeah. aside because there's a lot yeah. going on tonight. Uh, just talk about the NXT brand in general and sure. how each and every week, by just doing what you guys do on a regular basis have brought more viewers and more eyes onto this show. Like, you know, I was one of those fans that when the NXT black and gold brand went away, I was really upset. And then NXT 2.0 came on and I wasn't sure. And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand why, but watching what NXT has been able to do for the last 13 to 14 months, it's just dominate, put on a great wrestling show week to week, great storytelling, Great character development. You being one of the foundations of this new NXT. How proud are you to know that by doing what you're able to do, that more people are watching your show? Very proud. I mean, we're all very proud. And it's not just, you know, there's so many guys and girls that, that have a lot to do with that. And then, you know, like uh, Becky's coming down and helping Dominic coming down. And, you know what I mean? Those people... Same thing like what I said with John and them. You know, we took advantage of the opportunity of having these bigger names bring eyes. And then more people say, hey, well, you know, so-and-so is actually pretty dope, too. And so-and-so, I like them. And I want to know more about this. So, you know, I think it's a credit to the talent for taking those opportunities of having the bigger names come down and showing what we're all about. Um, but, I mean, as far as, like, you know, how proud of, of NXT I am. I mean, shoot, look at, you know, like you said, man, people really wanted to, and we've talked about this many times, all of us three, you know, people wanted to kind of take a dump on uh, 2.0. They didn't, you know, they almost didn't want it to, to succeed in a way. So we made it through through the fire and the ashes and everything. And now we're being talked about in regards to, you know, everybody else. Mello, any concern with the other guys and gals in the locker room? being deer in the headlights tonight with so much star power in the Heymans and the Oscars and the Cena's and the Becky's and the Cody's. Absolutely not. I think we got an all-star lineup. I really do. I think everybody's a, a top player. Um, everybody's ready. Everybody's ready to go. So, I mean, this NHC, I think the guys and girls that are here right now that are featured on TV um, you know, minus the people that are getting their feet wet are, are all ready for the next step. You know what I mean? We're all kind of been, we've been cooking. So it's just a matter of now just taking that opportunity and running with it. Like I said, man. Mello, one of the things yeah. that I see uh, within NXT lately, and I've spoke about this with Dave, please yeah. feel free to tell me if I'm wrong about this assessment, but if I'm right, let me know. 
it seems like the talent and Shawn Michaels in particular are really lining up and becoming as one. I feel like Shawn has such a grasp on this locker room. And now just in the past few months is really starting to gel with it. Um, would you, would you agree with that or not? Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I mean, speak for myself, I've always been on board. I've always jailed with Sean and I, you know, there's a group, but I think now I think the excitement of NXT and kind of like, Oh man, we're, we're on to something. Like, let, let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. Whatever we're doing, we're doing something right. So I think that's a lot of people getting on board with that. Like, you know what? Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people are getting put in positions to, to win. And a lot of people are stepping up to the plate. You know what I mean? Everybody's holding their own. So, I mean, NXT, I think time and time again, we just proven that we, we really here. We're really making a stamp on, on the press and industry right now. Carmel, talk about Trick Williams yeah. and how organically yeah, yeah. Trick Williams has gotten over. Obviously, with your help, you're the foundation of that. You know, talk about his emergence over the last couple of months on NXT. Yeah, it was only a matter of time, man. Uh, Trick and I had had conversations for a long time about, you know, doing separate things and being able to kind of branch out because for so long, you know, he was kind of helping me. And sometimes it's like, it holds you back a little bit because it's like, there's only really room for, for one of us to be chasing the championship when we're, we're locked in together. Um, so I think all he needed to do was be able to spread his wings um, because he's super, you know what I mean? Creative and charismatic and, you know, and his in-ring is getting so much better. And really all he needed was just that opportunity, just like all of us do. And uh, he took it and the, and the fans love him. And what we're doing right now is just so much exciting things and fun things happening uh, in NXT. So I'm super proud of Trick. And, uh, you know, I had no doubt in my mind that he was going to become you know, what he's becoming right now. You know, the word fun in pro wrestling gets thrown around a lot but the reality is that sometimes wrestling can be so stressful that there is no real fun involved and we don't realize how fun it was until maybe a day later or a week later tell me carmelo what is fun for you in pro wrestling yeah and i'm so happy you said that because uh i was thinking about it earlier um, i was eating breakfast i'm like Man, I'm gonna live in this moment tonight with John because this doesn't happen all the time. Like, there's so many times, like you said, we just so stressed on ourselves and we're like, man, I gotta do well. All these people are gonna be watching this and that, you know what I mean? But I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna have fun. What I mean by fun is just kind of enjoying the moment um, because, you know, you don't wanna mess up. Obviously, you're thinking about not messing up, you're thinking about this and that and the next thing. But when you really just stop and think about, man, we get to do this. Um, especially, you know, on this level. And I, I get to do things like this. And I, and I changed my mindset like that a while ago where I was like, you know, that oh, I have to do I get to. That's what becomes fun. It's like, man, I get to do all this cool things, man. When you step out of your own shoes and you realize, like, this is freaking cool. That's what's fun for me, these opportunities and these things. that When I was a kid, man, I'm watching. I'm like, man, I'd love to do that. I want to take the professional out of me and bring the kid out again and say, this is why I do this because this is a – they're having fun. I'm having fun. Everybody's having fun. This is what makes you know pro wrestling what it is to me. Um, Paul Heyman was a guest on Fox News recently, and he made some mm-hmm. comments about you. And for those who didn't hear it, if you don't mind, if I can read the quote and get your reaction to it. Uh, sure. Paul Heyman said this. He said, John Cena does not give of himself to just anybody. You have to earn his respect, and you have to earn his input, 
and you have to earn your privilege of collabor- collaborating with him. And Carmelo Hayes has certainly done that. A remarkably talented young man with great instincts and a huge personality and ridiculously charismatic in-ring presence who can hold his own in the ring with anybody from any roster at any time. If you're looking at a potential WrestleMania main event for the future, this very well may may be a preview of where the entire industry is headed in the next few years. When you hear something like that from somebody like a Paul Heyman, you know, how do you feel when you hear these words coming from him? Reassurance. It's cool hearing things like that from him because, you know, you want to believe it about yourself. But when you hear from somebody who's, you know, really, whose opinion really matters like that, that it's just, it's just great, man. It's super cool. Um, but also a little bit of pressure. It's like, oh man, that's how highly he thinks. Like I got to make sure I live up to the expectations, which I will. Um, but just hearing it, you know, hearing you say that, I'm like, wow, he really said that. And it's cool to know that, you know, I've talked to John a couple of times um, and we've had conversations, but it's, you know, you never really know what, you know, he's never said, Carmelo, I respect the hell out of you. You know, so it's just, it's cool to hear that if, you know, he's got my back, that's the reason why. Um, and obviously, you know, I, re- I respect Paul so much as well. So it's cool to hear him say those kind of things. Mello, remember at the beginning of our chat, you asked me if I had any pointers on Paul Heyman for you. <laughs> you hear all that smoke he just blew up your ass? <laughs> Throw me off my game. <laughs> Try to lure you into a false sense of security. <laughs> Be very careful. That okay. guy is a master manipulator. Okay. And I saw the smile on your face when LaGreca was, you see, he said, you're like, I know. I he saw the me. smile come on your face like, wow, look at Heyman speaking so me. nice. <laughs> Don't let him work you, brother. Don't let him uh, work you. Because as uh, he's working you, that's when Braun Breaker comes in for the kill. Okay. If Paul's mouth is moving, be very wary. Understood. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to take it another way. I'm sure, Carmelo, you've seen a lot of Paul Heyman on SmackDown. And you've probably seen over the last few weeks, man, he's completely gray. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with the bloodline fracturing. It has to do with the fact that he's going to be in Braun Breaker's corner against you. You have caused caused all those gray hairs for Paul Heyman, just so you know. Why you put the heat on me? Just hit him with your finish tonight. (laughs) Just hit him with your finish. That's all it's going to take. He'll be on a T-shirt. Don't worry. Hey, come on. I'm going to throw this out because this is the fan in me, and you listen to the show, and and Bully's the professional, and Mark, and, you know, everybody on the other side of the microphone other than me is the professional or the Hall of Famers. I'm just a fan. Now, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, Carmelo, and we got our asses kicked uh, on Sunday night by the San Francisco 49ers. So, There was a lot of trash talk from my friends about the Cowboys losing. Now, uh, Bully brought up earlier about you guys are going head-to-head with AEW tonight. AEW, a couple years ago, when they went head-to-head with NXT, beat NXT. Tonight, that could be a different story. You know, uh, the WWE reminded us that this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. If NXT has a big showing against AEW, which probably most people are predicting is going to happen, 
Do you feel that at all? Is that fulfilling to you at all as somebody who's a part of that NXT brand? Because there were a lot of naysayers about NXT, as you said earlier. Is there is that more just about me, the fan, or do you feel some satisfaction from that as well? I have to be careful with how I answer this. <laughs> everything gets clipped. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, we who doesn't want it to come out on top? Who doesn't want to come out on top? I mean, we're all competitive deep down inside. So, I mean, it's not something that we're over here like, man, I just hope we do well. No, I mean, we want, you know what I mean? We, we want to come out on top no matter what. I personally want to come out on top. So, I maybe I'm not speaking for everybody, but me, Carmelo Hayes, you know, if it's up to me, you know, whatever I'm doing is going to be, is going to come out on top. So, I'll, I'll leave it there. Carmelo, not only do you want NXT to win the night, but you want to be the highest rated quarter hour of the night and you want to be the highest rated minute by minute of the night because that's what gives you the million dollar contract. You said it. <laughs> hey, come it's on, the think- truth. It's, it's and the I truth. can respect what you said about everything gets clipped up and we don't try to set people up, up for that. No, but I know. It is competition. I don't care if it's the WWE versus WCW or NXT and AEW. Yeah. Or the, yeah. It's all competition in one way, shape, or form. And nobody wants to be on the perceived losing end of the competition. Mm-hmm. And more so because it's on a Tuesday night. We we do Tuesday nights. That's where I think it really comes down to it. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you want to do Tuesday night? We want to do Tuesday. You know what I mean? All right, we'll show you a Tuesday night. The show on Tuesday night. And that's that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, home field advantage. You're stepping into our house right now. So, you know, you're going to have to get, feel the ramifications of that. Uh, Carmelo, like you said, the ultimate go, goal is for a lot of people to watch the show tonight. Love what they see from you and from Bron and from Roxanne Perez and everybody else that's a part of this talented NXT roster. You guys have done a phenomenal job with your characters, with storytelling. So I I watch every week, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that never have tuned in, that tune in tonight, that will tune in next week and the week after and the week after that. And you're one of the big reasons why that they will. Carmelo, you, I, I love you, man. I Seriously, I love what you're doing on NXT each and every week. I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of NXT. And, and on a, such a special day, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you. I love, love talking to you guys. Thank you so much, y'all. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL. Baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. The legendary Lex Luger who joins us here on Busted Open. Sir, how are you? And thank you so much for the time. Hey, guys. Good morning. It's great to be on. Always an honor. I'm a huge fan of Busted Open, so always love being on with you guys. Thank you. I am a big fan of yours, and I got to tell you, first of all, I am honored and privileged that someone like you listens to our show, so thank you for that. But I am super excited about Lex Expressed, the new Lex Luger podcast. Talk about that. What made you want to do that show? Well, they contacted me. I never thought I'd ever have any, any kind of type of podcast type outreach. And those guys 
I mean, you guys are are the bent, probably one of the Bentleys in that regard. But um, Conrad, I'm a, I'm friends with Conrad, and uh, who's the impetus behind all that? What's his nickname? The Podfather or something? The Podfather. Yep. Yes. Yes. I like that. And <laughs> um, he contacted me, and I, I'm like a I'm not going to be like a regular A team guy, but uh, they got an unbelievable lineup of guys, big stars. But I'm going to be like part of their bonus podcast. So I'm kind of like a, if like if you're a member, uh, you get to. I'm going to do like a monthly Q and A mailbag, which I love those mailbags questions you get. So um, that's kind of the way we're going to start out with it. We're just going to kind of ease in slow and take it from there. But thank you Lex. for mentioning it. I'm 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 definitely excited about it for sure. Uh, and we are too. Um, with uh, with you now getting into the podcasting field and being a fan of that Q and A type stuff, what's the one question that you get asked more than any other? <laughs> That's an easy one. Well, whatever happened with that uh, Brody thing in the cage? <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Far. Yeah, I had a cage match with Bruiser Brody, and, and things went awry, and. I got scared to death in there and I ended up jumping out of the cage, climbing out of the cage uh, to get away from him. He stopped working and uh, it's a cra- it was a crazy deal. Everybody asked, that's the most asked question I've ever gotten in my entire career. Lex, I, I, I mean, uh, I, I, ne- I never thought of that, but now that you have brought it up, just out of curiosity, <laughs> what was it like back in the locker room when that incident ended? It was it was wild. Um, uh, it was on a stage where the where the cage is in front of a stage and the locker rooms are opposite sides. You couldn't get from one side to the other, which I was so inexperienced at the time. It was like my first cage match. Uh, I don't know why anybody booked that. Looking back on it, with Bruiser Brody, I've never had a cage match before. I was in my first year rookie year wrestling, and we couldn't talk. And back then, believe me, I, I don't know if you guys when you first start working, if you couldn't talk to the guy before the match, it was, it made me really nervous. So I'm in there nervous already. I'm sure I was doing everything wrong in there. And he just stopped working. The rest, the rest is history. I ended up, uh, Fonzie DQ'd the match. They couldn't get the cage door open. I was scared. I jumped out of the cage like a jackrabbit. But I knew Matsudo broke me in was a big on tradition. He goes, man, I said, if I don't go over there and talk to him, I mean, if, I get my butt whooped by him or something. I go, I need to go over there and take my medicine and try to learn something. So I walked over and the fans had cleared the building. I walked in and it was only him. It's a long day. It was, it was Wednesdays in Florida. We did TV on Wednesday morning, drove all the way across to Miami or Lauderdale. It was a long day. And when I was in the cage, I figured, gosh, maybe he's on something or something. That's what really scared me because we trust each other with our bodies, right? So, get to your question. Um, I'm making a long turn here. But I walk over, and it's only uh, Engelbert Humperdinck and him in there. And I and I knock on the door, and, and excuse me, sir, and Engelbert, like, motions me in. And there's there's Bruiser Broad, but now he's Frank. And he go, I go, hello, sir. I go, I, I don't know what I did, but uh, I'm sorry. He goes, um, don't worry about it. He goes, I'm going baby face down in the with the Monerics. 
He goes, your turn, heel. They're putting you on TV about being like one of the horsemen. He goes, it just wasn't working, kid. Don't worry about it. Totally, like, blew it off. So that that was the scene. Now, as you know, on a day like that, back in the territories, we were the only people left in the building because everybody scattered. When the cage match started, all the other boys, they were gone. So it was just us three in the back. So you never you never got an answer as to what went wrong or what you could have did better. He just basically said, "Don't worry, it's it's all good. See you down the road." Yes, I mean, yeah, I was I was kind of shocked. I I figured I was going to get tutored or he's going to be angry with me. He was all laid back and hey, it's been a long day and and the match wasn't working and don't worry about it. Well, you you mentioned you when you walked back there, Lex. You said, you know, you saw Frank. You know, at you know, uh, Bruiser yeah. Brody's real name was Frank Brody. Was there a big difference between Frank Brody and Bruiser Brody? Absolutely, my gosh, he was a scary, huge, wild-haired maniac out in the ring. He, I saw clips of him before he came in, uh, going out into the crowds and over in Japan and everybody running for their lives. I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's, like, unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, back in the locker room there, I went back over there. I only met him once before, and Russ had one match with him prior to that, which was kind of weird. Uh, that's a whole other story. But um, he tore my tank top off, and I asked him not to do it before the match because I had uh, some minor surgery done. He, first thing he did when I got in the ring, I didn't know how the boys are. He tore my tank top off. <laughs> I, all right, so so all right, so yeah, that's a whole for, other story. No, but, like, but, oh my gosh, why do you this do is that? amazing. Now, now that I know amazing. the psychology of wrestling, oh, there's this young kid telling me don't tear his tank top off because he had some minor surgery. The doctor doesn't wants it to heal. Um, he had, like I'm gonna. That's the first thing he did when we got in the ring. I was like, oh, okay. So uh, so, Lex, and this is great. Uh, first of all, this is great promotion uh, for Lex Express the podcast because already. You're an amazing storyteller. So, so, so Lex, so, all right, you're in, you're in the cage with Bruiser Brody. You talked about the yes. first match you had. He tears off the tank top, which he was asked not to do because you had surgery. You're, first of all, you're, yes. you're a big dude. You're a legit athlete. Like when you saw that he wasn't selling, you're in that cage and he's not working and he's not selling. Like, I mean, the fear, even though you're a big dude and an like, the fear that must have crossed over you when and when that moment happened, legit, right? I can't describe it. I was looking to Fonzie for some solace and comfort. He's experienced. His eyes got big as saucers. I was so he was scared. He didn't know it was going. Fonzie, Fonzie, I'm going. What's going on? What's going on? He goes, I don't know, brother. I don't know. And and uh, and then uh, he's standing there, and and Fonzie will back him into the corner or something. I backed him into the corner. Hit him with a few punches. He no-selled me. Just stared and looking at me, making, like, little barking noises. So now I'm really scared. And uh, and um, so Fonzie goes, I go, Fonzie, Fonzie, what do we do? And he goes, and he's standing there. His fingers are all taped with razor blades on him, right? Oh, so I'm thinking, my gosh, I got to get home tonight. I got a wife. I just had a little baby boy, newborn baby boy. I want to get home in one piece. And Fonzie goes, just start punching him. I'll grab your arm. He goes, throw me back, and I'll DQ you. So that's how we ended the match. Thank goodness Fonzie could think on his feet because he was kind of stumped too. He, he didn't know what was going on with him either. It was, it was bizarre, and it, I, I, I admit legit 
yeah, I'm a big guy and athlete, but we trust each other in there, right? So when a guy's doing something really bizarre and you're saying, okay, what's he going to do next? Uh, I don't, you know, we trust each other, our bodies in here. I don't, you know, we're trying not to get hurt in here. So, yeah, it, it was a very, probably my, probably my, other than one time maybe in the Bahamas, uh, uh, one of the scariest times ever for me in the ring, for sure. Probably these scary. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Lex, uh, let's let, let's fa- fast forward to uh, to actually yeah. tonight. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you watch uh, Dynamite or if you watch uh, NXT, but both shows are on head-to-head tonight. Will you be watching? Oh, I will, man. They're loading up next, aren't they? John Cena and oh my goodness, crazy, right? I like it. It's it's going to be a hell of a night. The wars are back on, man. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, this is so. This is kind of reminiscent of like the Monday Night Wars back in the day, right? When you'd be going head to head, and you know, Bully calls it like a chess game and making moves and counter moves. You know, we're we're getting a little bit of a taste of that tonight, Lex. It's the best. I love when they start work uh, reacting to each other and going back and forth. It's definitely reminiscent of the Monday Night Wars. I hope it, I hope it keeps on developing. I love it. What a time to be in pro wrestling and be or be involved. Wow, Lex, you can hear you can hear the fan in your voice. It sounds like you genuinely are going to be enjoying the head-to-head uh, matchup tonight between both companies. Oh, man, I'm getting my popcorn out, my cheese and caramel popcorn. That's why I break out for the big events. I'm, I am. I'm excited. I've gone full circle. I was a wrestler who wasn't a fan at the time, really. And now I've come through. Now, now I'm like a fanboy for wrestling. Well, it's, I've come full circle, guys. Now, I love, I, love the, I love the fact that you say you're a fan because, Lex, I'm a fan on this show. And, mm. you know, uh, and I did the show right the, the morning after WrestleMania 39. I did the show with Bully and Mark Henry. And I thought Cody was done. I, th- I thought that they missed a moment at WrestleMania 39 mm. with Cody and with Roman. Um, and then mm. Bully and Mark ever since are telling me, you're wrong, you're wrong. He's going to get his moment at WrestleMania 40. I still feel like they're, you know, they're chasing that moment. That's chasing the moment. The moment was there at WrestleMania 39. Did you feel the same way about Cody at WrestleMania 39? I have to share your sentiments a little bit only because sometimes timing's everything, especially in wrestling. You have to seize the moment, right? Yeah. Um, that that was definitely a moment for him. It would have been huge. Like I had a guy before I stepped in the ring at SummerSlam who was a Hollywood like guy who they assigned to my tour. When he found out a day or two before SummerSlam that I wasn't going to win the belt, he goes, you're dead. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, your career's over. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you don't win this belt after this buildup. He goes, you're dead. He goes, you'll never survive this. <laughs> I was like, well, gee, thanks a lot. That's a great thought going into the ring for SummerSlam for the world title match. You get Joe Kazuna after the big Lexus Express tour. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I had that thought of that guy in my year before I went in the ring in SummerSlam. Now, Cody, I definitely had that thought. But Cody, man, he's, man, he's resilient. And he, he man, I love, he can talk. He can work. He's, he's, he's got his, his costuming, uh, his wrestling attire, everything, everything is spot on, man. I, I, really, I really like Cody a lot. Big fan. 
He will survive. No, so, so, I survived and ended up in the Monday Night Wars and everything after true. the SummerSlam letdown with the balloons coming out of the ceiling. So if I could survive that, as good as Cody is, he, he's going to be fine. Lex, all, all, all I need you to say is Bully was right and Dave was wrong. <laughs> you can't say that yet. But, Lex, tell him you can't say that yet until... Why are you guys trying to give me pick sides, man? No. Well, Because that's what we do, Lex. Man, your we show. we bait people in. All my errands. You guys keep me company in the car. And the, and the white knight, I, I have names for all my cars. I have a white SUV. My white knight, and now you're trying to get me to pick sides. I can't do it. No, I don't want you to pick. I don't want you to pick sides. I'm not going to so never do it. want you to pick. But if you had to choose be, I'm one, I'm not going to be bullied into it. But if you had to choose one, who's your favorite host? Me or Bully? Oh, now you're doing it. I'm just asking. I'm not. I'm going to play it right. I love both you guys. I'm going to play okay. Fair enough. This is former PJ Tour winner Smiley Kaufman, host of The Smiley Show, a SiriusXM podcast. You want to know what I love about golf? I get to talk to some really cool people. I get to walk the fairways of the best courses in the world with the best players in the world, and I get to share it with you every single week. Listen to The Smiley Show right now on Stitcher, Pandora, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's Smiley, S-M-Y-L-I-E. We have signed on. Again, thanks to... Uh, a very important member of the Busted Open Nation. I don't know if he wants us to name him or not, but a uh, very important member of the Busted Open Nation. Again, this is why we're a family, right? This is why I always say we're a family. We have signed on the biggest sponsor in the history of this show, and that is Slim Jim. Slim Jim has now signed on to be a part of the Busted Open Nation, the Busted Open Podcast. The Busted Open YouTube, a Busted Open here on Sirius XM. And we are proud and honored to live on the legacy of the great, legendary Randy Macho Man Savage. And Slim Jim is now a part of our great nation. And I am, I am going to be doing a weekly segment. So it starts right now. And there, because again, Slim Jim, fan of the show, right? Love... The Busted Open Nation loves Busted Open. They wanted me to do a LaGreca Snaps each and every Tuesday morning. So, the snap, what do you mean? Why are you looking at me like that? Wait, 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 what's a LaGreca Snap? Is that like Um, a LaGreca rant on steroids? No, it's going to be different than the LaGreca rant. The LaGreca rant is organic. You never know when the LaGreca rant is going to hit. You're going to know when LaGreca Snaps because it's sponsored by Slim Jim. But it's not just me being angry. That's the LaGreca rant when I get pissed off and angry. The, the LaGreca snaps could be something that just happens on, Mon- on Monday Night Raw. Maybe it's something I like. Maybe it's something I don't like. Maybe it's something between you and I. But it's fun. It's just like eating a Slim Jim. You, what do you do? You snap the boredom by snapping into a Slim Jim. LaGreca Ooh. snaps... Gets you yeah. onto another level. Get your feet running. Get you ready on the morning. Yes. So, yes. My first ever Lagreca snaps is gonna be about Slim Jim because we are honored and privileged to have Slim Jim a part of our family, and we thank Slim Jim. I love Slim Jim. When I'm bored, I snap into a Slim Jim. When I'm angry, I snap into a Slim Jim. When I'm happy, I I snap into a Slim Jim. 
when you they, they snap it to a snip, you snap it oh, to a slip. Yeah. There you go. I love it, man. I am so excited about our new sponsor, Slim Jim. Well, we gotta get we gotta give our boy John a shout out. Well, all right then. If we, if we're gonna go there, John Harris, longtime Nation member, we give you kiss, kiss, hug, hugs to John Harris. And it, you know, how did that start? I don't know about kiss, kiss, hug, hug, but I'll throw some napkins in the air. How did it start with another great snack? And that's Andy Cap, Andy Cap hot fries, part of this, part of the family as well. But Slim Jim. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. What you're trying to tell me is me and you were just talking about Andy Cap hot fries one day and it turned into this. Yes. That's impossible. Yes. Not a not a moronic. We could have just been randomly talking about Andy Cap hot fries. You couldn't have just said to me, "Hey, bully, did you ever try Andy Cap hot fries?" And I said, "No, Dave, I did it." And you and then you said, "Are you kidding me? You didn't try Andy Cap hot fries?" No, Dave, you got to try Andy Cap. And just that conversation morphed into all of this. Yes, and and you know it's be- you know it's. You know what's beautiful about it? We talked about Slim Jim, right? You and I are having a conversation about Slim Slim Jims and snapping into a Slim Jim. And we did more than some soulless, moronic guy in a tie and a jacket uh, and at, at a long table in a sales conference trying to pitch ideas. Because you're soulless. You're heartless. You have no creative flow. We do. And we make things happen again. Because of the Busted Open Nation, because of our fan base, because the love that we have, we make things happen. But yet nobody asks us to, to speak at a sales conference. We're not invited to those sales meetings because they're embarrassed by us. Because I would walk in with a wrestling t-shirt and jeans with holes at the knees and my Converse sneakers. That's how I would walk in to that conference. I'm not wearing a suit. I'm not wearing a tie. Not for you, not for anybody. And neither is Bully. Because Bully would walk in with a beer in one hand and a Slim Jim in the other. That's how you sell a product. Are you listening to me, you dumb fucking zombie? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. We know what we're doing. You snap into a Slim Jim when you're bored. You snap into a Slim Jim when you're angry. That's what you do. LaGreca Snaps is brought to you by Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.